Welcome to the Business of Dance podcast, where we discuss business growth, dance education, creating your dream business, and falling in love with your studio all over again. Now, here's your host, business coach, educator, and owner of Dance Energy Studios, Claire O'Shea. Hi everyone, it's Claire O'Shea here and welcome to the first official episode of the Business of Dance podcast. I'm so thrilled to be bringing this to you and I hope that you find this information really valuable. So in today's episode, we are going to be diving into all of the info and some of the questions around automated email sequences. So I know there is so much hype and basically confusion about the purpose of it and uh, how can they solve your problems as well as how much time do they actually save. So in today's episode, we're going to dive into five different ways that you can use automated email sequences practically within your studio and answer some of those questions like, can they really solve every problem? We know you are so busy and you may not have time to sit down and take notes that you'd like to. So for this episode, we've created an easy to download guide outlining all of the notes and the dot points of the different automated email sequences that we mentioned today, as well as a basic how-to guide and how to implement that in your studio. And you can download that from our website at businessofdance.net forward slash e P1. So that's businessofdance.net forward slash ep1. So let's jump straight into it. So the very first way you can use an automated email sequence to help save you time and really build knowledge and connection within your studio is a welcome email series. Now, you've probably heard this before, but a lot of people I find are really unsure as to what to include in their welcome series, as well as the practical application and you know how, how is it automated. So I'm going to give you a little bit of a behind the scenes look into my welcome series emails. And I've got it actually open here on my computer and I'm just going to walk you through some of the basic stuff that we address within our welcome series. And you can all, you know, use this idea or you could adapt it to really suit your studio. So within our welcome series, we have 10 emails that goes out over about a month. So our first email is a direct letter slash email from me, the director or the principal. And I, you know, introduce myself, you know, give them a bit of information and history about the studio and encourage them to contact me, you know, if they have any um, questions or issues or things like that and just really welcoming them. Now, this goes out to every new person once we receive their enrollment form and you would be amazed the amount of people who reply to the email thinking that I have actually sent it in person. So a lot of the time I think that they uh, think it's a personalized email to them because within the email where you create it, you can use different code and things to address their first name and their child's name and really specific information. So it makes it feel really personal. Other emails we include are uh, a video tour of the studio. So this is we've created this uh, in the past and just put it on our YouTube channel. And within the email, we connect to it and encourage them to watch the video so they can see all the different parts of the studio as well as our different locations. We outline our values at the studio, uh, our specific teachers and what their jobs are within the studio, what to do if you have lots of questions, 
another check-in email. So this is on day 11. Just another email from me asking how it's going. Is there any feedback? I, we also within here give them information on our referral program and really encourage them to refer a friend when they're starting because that's when the hype is all happening and they're most excited. We have information about opportunities and events within the studio. We have some information about our costume fees. At our studio, we split up the fee payment throughout the year. And sometimes parents are unsure whether that's a lay-by or if they start later, What? how does it work? So within that email, we address that specifically, even though it is in our handbook and stuff like that. Um, sometimes we find that people skip over it. So this is just reaffirming the information that they have received already and just giving them a bit more information. We also have an email connecting them to our social channels and encouraging them to like our Facebook page and join our groups and things. So that's a little bit of information about our welcome email series and you can really adapt it to include any information that you find important or things that are asked a lot at your studio, whether that be uniform requirements or fees or important date, the sky is really the limit. So you can really use this opportunity to educate and really invite the new students and families into the studio so they feel welcome and really they feel settled from the first moment that they arrive at the studio. So for me personally, I'm not at the studio every single day anymore. So it is hard for me to have a touch point with every single family. So this is a great way for them to feel like they really know me. And I include a video within there. Yes, with my face and everything, um, addressing the parents and really welcoming to the studio. So that's also another great thing that you can do. Okay, so moving on to number two, which is connecting and staying in touch with past or interested students and parents at the studio. So within your email service provider, you can set up different lists with emails from different groups of families. So on my MailChimp provider, we have an enrolled list, which is obviously enrolled families at the studio. And we also have a not enrolled list. And this includes people who have taken workshops, possibly booked in for trials and not showed up or trialed and decided not to enroll at the time, students who have left, um, people who've attended our you know, free holiday workshops and things like that. So anyone who's came, come into connection with the studio at any point in time, whether that be bring a friend week or any way that they've had a touch point with the studio, whether they've inquired and just never got back to us, but we have their email, we add them into this not enrolled list, which is just a simple way for us to identify, but really you can call it anything. And from this list, we create an automated email sequence that for me goes out about between every two to three weeks. And it includes a sequence of emails that we continually add to and have created that reuse information that we've already created. So I'm not spending a lot of time uh, creating this information for people who aren't involved with the studio. But for instance, we connect them to videos, we repurpose old blog posts and send them links. And this also creates such an amazing opportunity for you to continually invite people back to the studio for events or workshops, or whether you have certain enrollment periods and you're wanting to let them know that that is now open. So when they are added to this list, they start at the beginning. So depending when someone either inquires or unenrolls from the studio, they all can be at different points, but the email list and the automated sequence just keeps everyone on the same time between each email. So whether that you decide that's two weeks apart or three weeks apart or once a month, this is similar to what you probably have heard people sending out a newsletter to interested families or 
uh, people on their mailing list. I have just preferred to send short emails with multiple touch points with like calls to action within the email rather than a large newsletter because just in my opinion if they've not enrolled at the studio so far getting a a big newsletter might be a little bit overwhelming and probably tend to make them unsubscribe to your list so you'll lose them as a contact but I found just sending these really short emails asking them to click or follow through to a particular article that they might find relevant whether that be how after school activities are really beneficial to students in high school or how to cope with anxiety with children or even particular articles we have on our blog directed to our adult students about you know how ballet can really tone and strengthen your muscles so by having the links to these blog posts in the email. It's not making the email huge and undigestible, but we are asking them to click through. So it's also driving more traffic to your website and getting more views on your blogs. Now, number three is a scheduled email blast or automated email sequence for your teachers. This could include information with dates and content or messages. It's an easy touch point for your team to be able to check in and you to be able to make sure that you're getting all the important information to them. Now, you can do this per term so you don't have to plan too far ahead or if you're super organized, this is something that you could set up at the beginning of the year and really just you know count out the weeks and all the term dates and know the weeks are going to fall. Now, I myself don't use this. I use other technology and online tools to connect with my team, but I know for a fact that this is really helpful to different people. And my friend Eleanor from Dance Domain in New South Wales uses this as a great way to connect with her teachers and remind them and uh, provide information about a particular like technique or a focus for the term. Now, number four is a concert automated email sequence. Now, many of us would already have a a concert handbook or certain emails that are sent out at certain points throughout the year. But I am sure, like myself, you will find that even with all of the information that you already provide, whether it be on your website or in a handout, that there is still a lot of questions that come in and a lot of times people are saying like, oh, I don't have time to read the book or, you know, oh, it was too big, I couldn't find it, etc., etc., which is obviously frustrating when you've spent all of the time creating the resources for them to be able to have all the information. But I think we also need to keep in mind that just like us, parents are really busy. And if we can do this simple thing to really help it be more digestible and get the information across, so it's going to help us out with not getting a lot of those emails with the questions that we've already answered. So for me, and what I would suggest is having a look at what you already have. So for, for my studio, we have a go-to concert guide. So it has an index with basically everything that they could possibly need. It has photos to makeup and tutorials with hair. It has an index of what they need to wear and bring in their costume. It has rehearsal times when they need to arrive. You know the drill. The guide has everything. But we do find that this document can be quite large and people obviously are busy or sometimes overwhelmed and possibly not sure how to use the index correctly so they can find the information that's appropriate to them. So what we have implemented is basically the guide, but we've split it up into emails that are going to go out certain weeks from between now or whenever we start the email 
all the way through to the concert day. So I haven't had to sit down and spend hours rewriting all of this information. We've just taken the guide and what we always send out to people and just use the index to take sections of that guide and really just split it out and spread it out. Now the whole guide will still be available to the parents and that they can definitely download it and use it as it was intended. But this way is a great way to sort of drip feed the information and send it out in easy to digest bite-sized chunks. Now the last type of automated email sequence I have for you today is a trial lesson. Now everybody has different ways that they book these in, whether that be on the phone, through your dance software, But for myself and my studio, we have an automated form that's set up on our website that's connected to our mail provider. So that is MailChimp for us. And we have the form that asks for their name, their email, the child's date of birth, and, you know, any medical conditions, they sign our terms and conditions for a trial lesson right there and then. And it also has the select classes where they tick off and book their trial there and then. And from there, once they submit the form, they get an immediate reply, which just basically says, awesome, thank you so much for booking a trial. We're so excited to you know, have you at the studio. We look forward to this. Remember that your trial is booked on this day, this time. It really just regurgitates the information that they've already given us. And that gives them an opportunity to fix any mistakes and also reminds them so you don't have people going, oh, I booked in, but I, f- I forgot what day and knowing that they know you're coming. And when you when they submit the form and they get an automated reply, we also get an email that gives us the details of when they're coming. So we have that set up so we can write it on the roll and have the teachers prepared for the students to come in for their trial lesson. After they've received their automated confirmation of the trial, we do have a few emails spread out after this that welcomes them into the studio and makes them feel really welcome and excited about their trial even before they step foot into the studio. So some things that we address and include are a little video that welcomes them. So similar to the one in the welcome series, I just repurpose it. There's an email that goes out where we educate them on our values and some basic information like where they should park and how they should enter the studio. Gives them a tour of the studio, of the classroom, so they know what to expect and they feel like they already know the place before they come, which can really alleviate some kids who have anxiety about doing new things or a bit nervous about coming into a new space. And it also answers some of those frequently asked questions like what do they wear, what do they bring, how early should we arrive, etc. So as well as saving you time from answering some of those questions that happen every single time you book a trial in, it really is making them feel already like they are a part of the studio. So it makes the decision for them to enroll or continue to enroll really easy once they've come and trialed the class. And after their trial lesson, once they've enrolled, we then move them to the welcome series email, which we mentioned in point one, which is the sequence that goes out to our families who have enrolled and are starting at the studio. I can basically already hear people asking like, oh my gosh, it seems like, you know, a lot of time and effort. I don't know where to start. Now, obviously I wouldn't recommend if you haven't got anything set up to go out and try and set up all of these automated email sequences all at once. It's going to take time and it's going to take energy to get it all set up physically and also writing all the content so you're happy about it. If you aren't a techie person and you find that part super stressful, I would recommend using, you know, services through Fiverr or Upwork where they would charge you a small fee to set it up within your email sequence. 
However, I am a huge believer in knowing how to do it yourself so that you can check it. But once you have a basic understanding and you don't want to set up every single email, outsourcing to something, a service like that where you can just pay them for the the set time or the set task is a really great way to save time. So while it's going to take time at the start to definitely set up, it is a time saver in the future once it's set in place. We go back and check our automated email sequences quite regularly to ensure they're still relevant and no information has changed. But basically, it is an amazing touch point with every person within our studio, potential clients, past clients, and our teachers to help educate them and make them feel welcome and a part of our studio family, even if they are a past student and considering coming back to class. At the end of the day, I really believe automated email sequences are a fantastic way to educate every person that comes through your studio, whether it be new parents, past parents, workshop students, or even your teachers. Again, they do take time to set up, but once it's done and you have created all the content and loaded it to your mail service provider, it really is a good feeling and it's going to help you so much in the long run. So just to quickly recap the five automated email sequences we touched on today. Number one was a welcome email series. Number two was an email series to connect and stay in touch with past or interested students and parents. Number three was to educate and inform your teachers and staff. Number four was constant information and preparation. And number five was preparing and inviting students before their trial lesson. So that's all we have for you today on the Business of Dance podcast. I hope you enjoyed our first official podcast. It was really great to dive in and give some more information about something that we hear coming up a lot. Again, if you were listening on the go but would like to download or take some notes on all the different types of ways that you can implement automated email sequences, we have created an easy note page for you to download which has the email examples that we've listed out today as well as a basic how-to guide on automated email sequence. And you can download that at businessofdance.net forward slash EP number one. So just three things, EP one. So in our next episode of the podcast, we are going to be diving in on how to find, hire and work with a virtual assistant within your studio. And I'm also excited to be letting you know about a blog series special we have coming up. So we're really going to deep dive into the how and why and what of blog posts and how it can really help you bring new students within your studio. So thank you again for listening. and I look forward to speaking with you next time. Thank you for listening to the Business of Dance podcast. For show notes and other episodes, please go to businessofdance.net slash podcast. To learn more about Business of Dance and stay up to date with all the episode releases, as well as lots of extra studio tips and tricks, please like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram. If you have any questions, topic suggestions, or wish to be a guest on the podcast, please contact us at podcast at businessofdance.net. We appreciate you taking the time to rate and review us on iTunes and wish you a great day. Stay tuned for next week's episode. And until then, keep dancing your way to the business you have always desired.